Good evening, and thank you, all of you, all of you, all of you, for being here tonight. I wish we didn't have to come. I am Rabbi Joel Alter, religious leader and rabbi here at Congregation Beth Israel Ner Tamid. On Passover, we sing a little song. Achad asar miyodeya. Achad asar aniyodeya. Eleven. Who knows eleven? Tonight, we all know 11. We know of 11 Jewish souls in Pittsburgh who walked into Shul on Shabbos morning and took their familiar places and opened their prayer books, their Sidurim. And they answered, Amen. Amen. May God's great name be blessed forever and ever. I know, we know, of 11 Jews, fixtures in their community, vibrant people who loved and were loved, were givers and builders, helpers and smilers, just people. I know of 11 Americans, patriotic citizens, who knew the blessings of America, who inherited its legacy of embracing the stranger, the immigrant, the refugee, the one in need. I know, we know, of 11 human beings, each created in God's image, each fashioned by God with all the stuff we need to make our way in this world, you know, fashioned with flesh and with bones, with brains and with muscles, with blood and with breath, but not fashioned, Lord help us, with body armor, because God in heaven above did not think to equip them, to, did not think to equip us for battle, because it did not occur to God in heaven above to make our beautiful selves impregnable to bullets from an assault rifle, firing bullets from behind at gray-haired ladies and stooped old men and retirees eager to get back home and play with their new grandson. No, God didn't plan for that. God didn't anticipate that. Yet it seems to happen here in America all the time, all the goddamn time. So who knows 11? Achad asar aniyodeya Achad asar kochvaya 11 are the stars in Joseph's dream, so the song tells us, a vision of greatness, a blessing. But no, no stars today, 
Today, I know 11 who in one wretched nightmare moment were massacred and will answer, Amen, no more, because those words instead will now be said for them. You can look for them in 11 fresh graves in Pittsburgh this week. Look for their names on tasteful brass yardside plaques next to silent little lights on the walls, God save us, at the Tree of Life Synagogue in Squirrel Hill. That's where you'll find our 11 now. Oh, it's a terrible, sad day for the Jewish people. It's a terrible, alarming day for America. It's a terrible, challenging day for this community and for communities like ours all over our country. What brings us here tonight is so shocking, so fiendish, so heartbreaking, you'd think it never happened before, freakishly evil. But an attack from behind is familiar to us. We know this story. We read in the Torah, remember what Amalek did to you when you were making your way out of Egypt. Amalek ambushed you from behind. Amalek's cruel and lethal opportunism has been a paradigm of evil since we emerged from slavery. Amalek is the ever-present danger, the lurking threat. The anti-Semites who would destroy us, the racists and the bigots who have never gone away. And so the Torah commands us to remember what Amalek did. We have known since Amalek's ambush in the wilderness that for all our blessings and security, we need always to be vigilant. But we must also remember two more things. First, in the same breath that God commands us always to remember, God pledges to erase the memory of Amalek from beneath the heavens. God knows the violence of our world. God knows the ignorance and the seething paranoia. And yet, God retains the vision. God holds out the promise that the world will be rid of the haters. The world will be rid of the killers. The world will be rid of the aimless, failed loners sitting with mouths dry in rapture as they scroll through hate-mongering conspiratorial websites at their desktops, dreaming their fantasy of immortalization by the blood of our very lives. God knows that it will not ever, that it will not be ever thus. For God sees what we do not. And so, we allow ourselves to hope. We allow ourselves to dream with God of a better world, and we take up God's charge to make it so. To live our lives with integrity and goodness and faithfulness. To conduct our lives wisely and purposefully and well. To be activist and vigilant and effective. To keep our eyes and our hands and our hearts on the tree of life and to hold fast to it. To live with love love of God, of Torah, of the Jewish people, of all people. And the second thing we must remember is that as the battle with Amalek raged, Moses took up his position on a hill above and held his arms high. 
And even when his arms grew tired, Aaron and Hur stood to his right and left and supported his arms. And so long as Moses' arms were raised heavenward, so long as we could look up from our struggle and see those great leaders linked arm in arm, in defiance, in confidence, and in hope, the battle went our way. So tonight, here in Milwaukee, we need to take one another's arms. Because Pittsburgh and Sutherland Springs and Charleston and Queens and Oak Creek and all the rest tell us that this battle is going to need all of us. In the wake of Amalek's latest ambush, let us take one another's hands. Not everyone is a hand holder, but if you can. <laughs> let us take one another's hands in defiance and in confidence and in hope. Let us link and raise our arms in solidarity and let us resolve to win this battle. Because Amalek doesn't only go after the Jews. We need everyone. Jew and Christian, Muslim, citizen, immigrant, Jew and Christian and Muslim, citizen, immigrant and refugee, LGBT and straight, Democrat and Republican, rich and poor and everyone in between, black and brown and white, we need everyone to hold hands with everyone else because this is about all of us. This is for all of us. Moses needs all of us to hold up his arms tonight. We will not win this battle today. We need to get up tomorrow morning and the morning after and the morning after that and do something so that the day will come when we can all of us make our way out of Egypt without fear. So let's now sing. Let's sing that ancient prayer of hope and faith, that great plea for peace. Oh, Disbelief. The very same time we are strong and united, 
Together we stand in solidarity, in prayer, in commitment to our Judaism. In Judaism, she continues to say, the response to violence and darkness is to add light with mitzvot, with commandments and acts of good deed. To Rifki, I say thank you. Today we mourn. Today we, won't, we do not look for blame. And today we don't point fingers other than at the murderer. Today we unite as a people, as a community of communities, and as a nation. I want to paraphrase the words spoken by the mayor of Pittsburgh, Bill Peduto, when asked how he and the city will react to this terror. Quote, first we will take care of the victims and their families, then take care of one another. Be sure all the victims' families' needs are met. Take care of the wounded and their families, then process of healing will begin. Finally, he says, we will fight hate with love, fight hate with compassion. My words. Today we mourn. Tomorrow we fight hate with more love than ever. Tomorrow we fight hate with more compassion than ever. We the Jewish people and we Americans always have put the frail, the elderly, the poor, the destitute, the needy, the less fortunate at the very forefront of our agenda. Today we mourn. Tomorrow we love more and care more for those who need us most. But today we mourn. I'm Hannah Rosenthal, the President and CEO of the Milwaukee Jewish Federation. First, I want to thank Rabbi Alter for opening your home, your synagogue, to all of the community tonight. And welcome to Milwaukee. Thank you to the public officials who took time out of their very busy schedules to be here with us to express their solidarity and their support. We have the heads of national, state, city, and local governments here. Congresswoman Gwen Moore, Governor Scott Walker, and Mayor Tom Barrett. We gather in the wake of a tragedy so unprecedented that words seem to pale in comparison to our loss as a community, as a people, as a nation. We stand in solidarity with the Jewish community in Pittsburgh. We stand for a call to action to condemn anti-Semitism and all forms of hatred that plague our society so profoundly. We know, as Jews, when horror strikes, as it so often does, we gather together to face the unfathomable pain, to express grief, to confront fear. We gather to help each other, to support the community of need, to heal. We're gathered because we want things to be different. And being a bystander is not an option. The Federation has helped every Jewish institution with security improvements. And you may have seen law enforcement cars in front of locations throughout the area today. 
We need to thank law enforcement for their swift response and their caring and their understanding. They have always been steadfast in their support for our community. They deserve our admiration and our recognition of how difficult their job is. struck down by a hate that has targeted our peoples in so many places and at so many times and now it has come to our beloved United States. It's just unthinkable. The hatred has also attacked our premier organization that helps refugees, Heights, Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society. Hyas has helped many of your parents and grandparents, whether Jewish or not, come to America. And in turn, they have helped build a strong community and nation, and we all benefit from that. Now is the time when divisions between us must be abridged by the Jewish and universal values that we all hold dear. Not long ago, Oak, Oak Creek experienced unprecedented violence and murder. The day before the Pittsburgh tragedy, another bigot again shot down two African Americans because of the color of their skin. We are all intertwined in fighting for a more peaceful and fair community. So tonight, we commit ourselves to help each other heal. We will persevere, rebuild, and fortify ourselves for the future together. And may all Eleven's memory be for a blessing.
that Rabbi Rachel Kaplan Marks, one of the rabbis at Congregation Shalom and representing the Wisconsin Council of Rabbis. In the aftermath of this unthinkable act of unadulterated hatred that this time was directed towards our Jewish community, we find ourselves in a dark place grieving together. And yet our grief is not unique because we have seen this kind of hatred all too often. Whether it is hatred in the form of anti-Semitism, hatred in the form of racism, hatred in the form of bigotry, hatred in the form of religious intolerance, or hatred in any of its forms directed towards any person, we grieve for the loss of life and we grieve for another low point in our country's narrative. As the psalmist prayed oh so long ago, O God, show me your light so that I might be saved by your grace. All of you who are devoted to, to God, be strong and let your heart find courage. We know that we have been in dark places before. And we know, too, that rather than dwelling in the darkness, we must be courageous and strong and allow for God's light to shine through our acts of understanding and love. Psalm 31, to the conductor, a song of David, I took refuge in you, O Lord, let me not be shamed forever. Rescue me with your righteousness. Incline your ear to me, quickly rescue me, be a rock of strength to me, a stronghold to save me. For you are my rock and my stronghold, and for your name's sake you shall lead me and guide me. You shall free me from this net which they have hidden for me, for you are my stronghold. In your hand I entrust my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord God of truth. I hated those who await worthless vanities, but I hoped for the Lord. I will exult and rejoice in your kindness, for you have seen my affliction. You have known the troubles of my soul. And you did not deliver me into the hands of an enemy. You have placed my feet in a broad place. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for I am in distress. My eye is dimmed from anger, my soul and my belly. For my life is spent in grief and my years in sighing. My strength has failed because of my iniquity, and my bones have decayed. From all my tormentors I have become a reproach, and very much so to my neighbors, and fright to my acquaintances, those who see me outside avoid me. I was forgotten like a dead person, out of mind I was like a lost utensil. For I heard the gossip of many terror from all sides when they take counsel together against me, they plotted to take my soul. But I trusted in you, O Lord. I said, you are my God. My times are in your hands. Rescue me from the hands of my enemies and my pursuers. Cause your countenance to shine upon your servant. Save me with your kindness. O Lord, let me not be shamed because I called out to you. Let the wicked be shamed. Let them be silenced to the grave. Let lying lips become mute. Those that speak against a righteous man falsely with haughtiness and disdain. How great is your goodness that you have laid away for those who feared you, that you have worked for those who take refuge in you in the presence of the sons of men. 
You shall hide them in the secrecy of your countenance from bands of men. Protect them in the shelter from the strife of tongues. Blessed is the Lord, for he has been wondrously kind to me in a besieged city. But I said in my haste, I have been cut off from before your eyes. But you heard the voice of my supplications when I cried out to you. Love the Lord, all his pious ones. The Lord guards those who believe, and he pays with a bowstring him who works with haughtiness. Strengthen yourselves, and he will give your heart courage, all who hope to the Lord. Good evening. My name is David Simmons. I am an Episcopal priest from Waukesha, but I stand before you today as the vice chair of the Interfaith Conference of Greater Milwaukee. And the first thing I'd like to do is to invite any of the religious leaders, any of the clergy that are with us tonight, to come forward and stand on the bema behind me, both Jewish and of other faiths. This congregation is named for the eternal light that, that shines over the Ark of the Torah. Um, today we see a light of the same kind, but of, a, of many different facets. In his 1790 letter to the Hebrew congregation of Newport, Rhode Island, President George Washington paraphrased the prophet Micah when he wrote, May the children of the stock of Abraham who dwell in this land continue to merit and enjoy the goodwill of the other inhabitants, while everyone shall sit in safety under his own vine and fig tree, and there shall be none to make him afraid. Like so many promises, implicit but unfulfilled in the founding of our nation, the Jewish people has found hope and success in America but also challenge and persecution. Today we struggle and stretch as a nation, as Lincoln put it, to touch the better angels of our nature. How will history view the sacrilege that took place in Pittsburgh this last Saturday? Will it be just another act of cruelty in the list of atrocities that have been visited on the Jewish people throughout their history? It must not be. It cannot be. This must be a clarion call for all Americans to recommit to the neighborliness that is a solemn duty in Torah, the Christian scriptures, the Quran, and so many of humanity's other sacred texts. We are called to stand together as people of faith in the face of such horror and declare that our belief in the inherent dignity of every human being is stronger than death, is stronger than hate, is stronger than anti-Semitism, white nationalism, racism, sexism, or any of the other isms that we experience. persecution, and genocide. My Jewish neighbors, beloved and dignified siblings of the Creator who made us all, you are not alone tonight. 
The Interfaith Conference of Greater Milwaukee represents 18 member faith groups from across the religious spectrum in our metro area. And we are here to be present with you in your horror, your grief, and your fear. We are here to sit shiva with you as you mourn and to re recommit ourselves as your neighbors to the continued struggle to eradicate the immor immoral scourge of anti-Semitism, which lessens us all. May this moment of resolve move all of us as Americans of faith towards a future where everyone shall sit in safety under their own vine and fig tree, and there shall be none to make us afraid. I'm Jason Scheuer. And I'm Sophie Packman, and we are Wisconsin PBYO's regional Shlee theme. And we will be reading Each of Us Has a Name, followed by the name of those deceased. Each of us has a name, given by God and given by our parents. Each of us has a name, given by our stature and our smile, and given by what we wear. Each of us has a name given by the mountains, and given by our walls. Each of us has a name, given by the stars, and given by our neighbors. Each of us has a name, given by our sins, and given by our longing. Each of us has a name, given by our enemies, and given by our love. Each of us has a name, given by our celebrations, and given by our work. Each of us has a name, given by the seasons and given by our blindness. Each of us has a name, given by the sea and given by our death. We remember Joyce Feinberg, Richard Gottfried, Rose Malinger, Jerry Rabinowitz, brothers David Rosenthal and Cecil Rosenthal, husband and wife, Bernice Simon and Sylvan Simon, Daniel Stein, Irving Younger, and Melvin Wax. We pray for Daniel Ledger, who suffered injuries in his chest and remains in critical condition.
I'm Wes Kalmar, the rabbi of Congregation Ante Sfarad Hila Torah, which is across the street here in Glendon. <coughs> At times like these, one refrain we often express in our community is the lament. Why do we only come together during times of crisis, during times of tragedy? Why can't we come together at any other time? We find ourselves a famously divided people. And unfortunately, we are familiar with the sad joke about the Jewish survivor on the deserted island who builds two synagogues, the one he goes to and the one that he would never step into in a thousand years. <laughs> However, I've come to realize is that we focus on the negative part of we only come together during a time of crisis. We need to look at it from the positive viewpoint of we do come together during a time of crisis. And this is a sign of family. Family sticks together in good times, sometimes, and in bad. And the bad times are the times that prove the reality. In last week's Torah portion that we read in the synagogues, Abraham and Isaac are called upon to face a tragic commandment in the Akedah, the binding of Isaac, one that they do not understand and challenges them to the core of who they are. How did they face this? The Torah tells us, by Yelchu Shneim Yachdav, the two of them went together. There was unity of purpose even if they faced a test from God that they weren't sure they could handle. The Jewish family was born out of that test. As Moish Katz quoted from Rifki Schwalter earlier, when the Jewish people were at the foot of Mount Sinai, the Torah tells us, that the people encamped there at the foot of the mountain and Midrash tells us, Ki'ish echad b'leib echad, as one man with one heart. They were united in purpose. The Jewish people were formed in the crucible of that moment of unity. When it counts, when it matters, when it hangs in the balance, we come together. We are a family. We may be a diverse family, we may be a contentious family. May we may even be a dysfunctional family. <laughs> but we are a family. And a family comes together in tough times. So the fact that all of you came out tonight, that is exactly what we need to do as a family when tragedy strikes. Rabbi Arya Levine was known as the tzaddik of Jerusalem, the righteous one of Jerusalem. He was a righteous and pious man who visited prisoners, famously, and the sick. 
And there's a famous story about Rabbi Ari Levine. He once took his wife, who was suffering from tremendous leg pain, to the doctor. When the doctor asked what the matter was, Rabbi Arya responded, our foot hurts. It wasn't my wife, my wife's foot hurts her. It was our foot hurts us. We need to feel that our foot hurts us. When it hurts in Pittsburgh, it is not Pittsburgh's problem. It is Milwaukee's problem. Our foot hurts us. Our heart hurts us. Our eyes hurt us from crying because we have to explain to our children that members of our family were gunned down in a shul on Shabbat. We are all Pittsburgh. And we are all Klai Yisrael, the congregation and the family of Israel. And what do we do when our foot hurts us? When our heart hurts us? When our heart has a hole in it? We come together. We do what we are doing right now, right here. We come together. We are a diverse people. We have different religious approaches. We have different political approaches. We come to the table with different agendas and different viewpoints. But what is crucial is that in times of trouble, we all come to the table. When a family has troubles, the family finds ways to come together, to overcome the differences. Call Yisrael, Arabim Zelazeh. All of Ka Yisrael, all the people of Israel are responsible for one another. This is not something that happened to a community far away in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. This is something that happened to us, to our family. And I'll tell you what we need to do. This coming Shabbat, we need to be in shul. It doesn't matter if you don't regularly come to shul. It doesn't matter if you regularly come to shul only three days a year. It doesn't matter if you have not been to shul in 40 years. This Shabbat, we all need to be in shul. It doesn't matter if the only shul you can go to this Shabbat is the one that you wouldn't step into in a thousand years. This Shabbat, we need to be in shul. To be in shul this Shabbat is a way to say no to hate, to say no to fear, to say no to anti-Semitism, and to say no to divisiveness. It is also a way to say yes to our family, yes to our achdut, to our unity, it's a way to say yes to honoring the memories of those brutally murdered in our shul, in our Pittsburgh, two days ago. And it is a way to say yes, the Jewish people are strong. Yes, the Jewish people are vibrant. Yes, the Jewish people are united. And yes, the Jewish people are alive.
Am Yisrael Chai. The Jewish people are alive. Am Yisrael Chai. Thank you. I'm going to ask everyone to rise as we say the Kelmali Rachman, the memorial prayer. I want to point out that the prayer that you have in front of you is typically said by family members or friends over one individual. The prayer that we have in front of us is not meant to deal with 11. And therefore, I'm going to make slight changes both into the Hebrew and to the English as you look along to take into account the fact but today, sadly, we have to mourn and to say a memorial prayer for 11 souls. Elmalei rachamim, shochem banromim, hamtsei minucha nechona, alkanfei hashchina, imalos kedoshim etorim kezorakia mazirim, es nishmos, Joyce Feinberg, Richard Gottfried, Rose Malinger, Jerry Rabinowitz, David Rosenthal, Cecil Rosenthal, Bernice Simon, Sylvan Simon, Daniel Stein, Irving Younger, Melvin Lance. Shahoku Leolama Babu Shanagutstaka Badas Karas Nishmosehan. Began Eden today, Menuchasam. Lachain, Balrachim, Yasti, Rem, Mrs. Ganafa, the Olamin. It's roar, it's roar, high in his Nishmo, say Ham. Adonai, Gunachlasam. The Anuku, Agmishkavo, say Ham. Shalom, Benomar, Amen. O God, full of compassion, who dwells on high, grant true rest upon the wings of the Shekinah. In the exalted spheres of the holy and pure, who shine as the resplendence of the firmament, to the souls of Joyce Feinberg, Richard Gottfried, Rose Malinger, Jerry Rabinowitz, brothers David Rosenthal, Cecil Rosenthal, husband and wife Bernice Simon and Sylvan Simon, Daniel Stein, Irving Younger, and Melvin Wax, who have gone to their supernal world. For charity has been donated in remembrance of their souls. May their place of rest be in God's Eden. Therefore, may the All-Merciful One shelter them with the cover of His wings forever and bind their souls in the bond of life. The Lord is their heritage. May they rest in their resting places in peace. And let us say, Amen. Please join us as we sing Atikla, an excellent of Israel, the Star-Spangled Banner.
This concludes our program. Thank you so, so very much to all the presenters, to the many, many uh, elected officials and dignitaries, to the many, many religious leaders. Your presence here was moving to everyone here. Thank you to all who came and good night.